Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today. 7.05 in the a.m. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. We did our college football playoff top four. I have the 49ers battling the Lions at the 1-4 spot. And the Eagles battling the Ravens at the 2-3 spot. You have Jeremy Kahn? Yeah, I didn't set it up this way if we were doing 1-4, through four, but the way it worked out, 49ers versus Eagles and Baltimore versus Miami. Let's go out to Rashawn, who was in Baltimore. What's up, Rashawn? Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing, man? Doing well. How are you? I'm all right. All right, listen, my list will be number one, 49ers, mm-hmm. number two, uh, the Ravens, number three, Eagles, and number four, the Cowboys. Okay. So, I mean, I know y'all talking, talking so about no, the Cowboys. No, so you had the Cowboys going up against the uh, 49ers in the first round and the Eagles and the Ravens in the second round, first round. Yeah, unfortunately, even though I wouldn't like that matchup in the first round with the Cowboys. But um, y'all talked about the schedule and everything, man. But, you know, y'all acting like Jerry Jones handpicked his schedule. It's not, it's, not about, it's, it's not about the schedule, man. It is what it is. You've played three good teams and lost them. What criticism? You mentioned Jerry Jones. I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm going by you, – you, you got to create a formula. You can't pick four teams you like. You got to create a formula to yeah. do it, and that's the formula I created. And it was a blind formula because I had no idea the Cowboys' opponents – Wins opponents, we had 36 wins. I didn't know going into it. And by the way, if you expand it to six, I'm sure the Cowboys and Lions are in on either yours or Dolphins, whoever it is. You know what I mean? Like, you're probably adding two of those teams that we're in the mix with. It would actually be the Jaguars and the Chiefs. You don't know, Rob. (laughs) Kevin in Ellicott City. What's up, Kevin? What's good, Rob? Jeremy, how y'all doing? Doing well. How are you, man? Doing good, man. Very cool segment this morning with this. I think that was a good adjustment to uh to to the new week. Thank I you. had um, honestly, I had uh, San Francisco number one. Uh-huh. I think they are in that. I have Dallas number two because of their points per game. Um, on the road, they're a little shaky compared to at home. Okay, but I I think they they rightfully deserve something like that. Um, Ravens number three. And I have Philadelphia number four. So you have Philly behind Dallas, even though Philly's beating Dallas? Yes, sir, 100%. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. See, he came up with his own formula. You're going to do it. You got to come up. I mean, we don't really have a college football playoff system in the NFL that already has a designated formula. Yeah. So we came up with our own. He came up with his own. We always ask, what does the NCAA do? What does Rob and Jeremy do? We come up with our own formula. (laughs) Now, he is going by the real College football playoffs selection committee. You know why? Because he's going by. He thinks Dallas is better right now. Okay. Damn that! What they did weeks ago. Right now, he thinks the Dallas Cowboys are the better team. The, the uh, selection committee says the uh, 
uh, the, the, the Alabama Crimson Tide is going in because right now they're a better team than Florida State. That's what he's going with. <laughs> well, you know, the, the other thing with this is, like, it's hard to tell somebody they're wrong when you have a schedule and you're Especially looking at Yeah, because yeah. you're, you're eliminating so many teams that would be in. Um, and that's what, that's what makes it different because it makes it more difficult to sit here and, like, when you're getting down to your last spot and some people are going to go, well, they have a better record. Well, I like what they're doing right now. I like what's going on with it. There's, there's so many different things that could apply to this. This is one of those exercises I'm not debating with anybody, man. You come up with your formula. There is no designated formula that we have for this. I just thought it would be something interesting to look at. You know, if this is this will tell you also, for those of you that plan along, now you see how difficult this is. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> it's so easy. No, it's not. The only thing that I felt like with the college football playoffs that somebody could have screamed bloody murder is if Alabama got in and Texas didn't. Yeah. And Texas could have said, wait a minute. Well, that's why a lot of we people We beat were, them head to head. Well, that's why a lot of people were saying it was Alabama, Texas, or Georgia, Florida yeah. State. Yeah. Because if you put, if you did it any other way, then you're looking at it with the, I beat them, they beat me, you know, mm-hmm. that you do that whole game, which is still kind of silly because, again, uh, I mean, the one thing with Texas is when it was in Bama. So that's uh, it stands out a little bit more to me with the fact that they won that. And I, again, I've said this, I'll be pulling for Texas in the college football playoff. I'll say this also. If you if you watch Bama this year, that defense in week one was nowhere near what that defense was in week what was that, 12, 13? Yeah. Wasn't the same defense. I think if you line those two teams up today in Tuscaloosa, they beat Texas handily. We we might get a chance to see that. Well, it won't be in Tuscaloosa, though. No, but I'm saying – I say that's what I say. If if they do it in Alabama, I think you'll see different results. Maybe, but you don't know. I, I don't, according to you, I, I don't agree with know Jerry nothing. Palm. I just not me. Me and Jerry Palm agree that you don't know. That was my. I wish we could get back there because you probably can't even pull it because he's like you don't know Rob. And I was like, was that me? It's like, I don't know if you saw me. I just leaned back and started smiling. Oh, <laughs> uh, listen, we're gonna have an epic rant. For you at 745. Todd Helmick, formerly of nationalchamps.net, is going to be on the show. If you don't know Todd, he was a, once a walk-on from Hagerstown at Florida State University. Got a great Baltimore accent, too. Yes, he does. And you can only tell what he's going to rant about. That would be at 745. And Todd knows, look, he knows college football, and I know he's going to be passionate yes, about his former team. And again, I'm not telling people that they're wrong, that FSU should be in and one of these other teams shouldn't be out. No, but, but it's funny. I just I like what they did because I think it's better for me. But on the other side is your world, Jeremy Khan. Yeah, world of stupid. We're gonna get into a bunch of funny stories and weird stuff, but I, I mainly want to talk about this twenty one year old Connecticut bro who got arrested for having eight point said Connecticut bro. Connecticut bro, you're twenty one years old. He had eight point five million dollars worth of psychedelic mushrooms. He was he had a ring going on out of his garage. So we're gonna talk about him at length and get into a couple other stories coming up next in the world of stupid. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, 
There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I have kind of a bunch of shorter stories that I want to throw at you. Like these are just really stupid things that have gone on and kind of get your take on it because I think some of them are pretty funny. So dumb shorties. Yeah, dumb shorties. Washington City Council candidate. Lose the election by exactly one vote. He didn't vote for himself. He voted for someone else. Really? <laughs> the guy that won. <laughs> like, how do you do? Like, I get it. Like, you know, you, it feels weird when you vote for yourself. No, or something. But if you're running for something, why would you vote for someone else? I have no idea. I'm voting for myself. Following a hand recount, voters in Rainier have elected Ryan Roth to the city council by a margin of one vote. Roth beat out opponent Damian Green, 247 to 246. And Green didn't vote for himself. I thought it was kind of narcissistic to vote for myself, he said, so he loses. Got another one for you here. How about some Christmas stuff? You into that? No. I like there's a I got two things here and we'll talk about Grinches. So there was a guy that was outside of a elementary school dressed up as the Grinch, holding up a sign that said Santa is fake, Jesus is real. That's Grinch? Yes. Well, he didn't say that in the movie, but he's just—he's outside an elementary school. And why on earth would you tell anyone that Santa's not real? Oh, yeah, outside real? of elementary school. Yeah. yeah, that's not your place. Yeah, and by the way, are you kidding me? You think Santa's not real? Look at me. <laughs> it's happened. Mrs. Claus isn't happy. But again, I said— And that's, I, not, that's not your place. It's not your place to do anything. It's not your no. place to— I, I mean, I don't think it's your place to push anything upon anyone else. But like, especially I hate when dudes. you're an adult outside of elementary school. Absolutely. You know Absolutely, I mean? you know, that's not your place. It's no reason to ruin anything or try to ruin anything for anyone else. Um, but we all know Santa's real. I mean, that's just such a stupid. Why would you go out there and make a dumb statement and say someone's not real? All right, one last thing here on Christmas. How would you like to go out? Go out with your family. You pick out a nice Christmas tree. You, you know, did you, did you ever do that, or were you a fake tree guy? Growing up, we were fake trees. Um, when the kids were born, we became. Real a real tree family. So I mean, so we we put up our Christmas tree on Sunday. I didn't put up the, the usually I put up the tree and put the ornament or put the the angel on top. Or we uh-huh. have a dirty wizard. It looks like Santa Claus, but it's a dirty wizard we put on top of our tree. A dirty wizard. That's what it looks like. Um, but we so and then you know the kids would normally put the ornaments up, and my wife sometimes I do the lights to wrap it properly. Well. Like I'm looking at the tree and I'm tired of pulling this damn thing out of the box, trying to you know feather out the the branches and stuff because they're all bunched in and try to make it look appropriate. But we used to do the go chop down a tree. But how would you like to go chop down a tree with your family? Go into the store. You got to got to pick up the stuff you're chop, uh, shopping, and some a hole comes out and steals your tree off the top of your car. Oh, how would you like that? That I mean, I wouldn't be in the Christmas spirit. That's one of the worst things. Like. You're stealing someone's Christmas tree off the top of their car? And how many situations do we have now with people, The uh, what do they call them, porch pirates? People stealing uh-huh. Amazon deliveries yeah. and things like that. I've seen people uh, set up and set boxes on their front porch with dog crap in it. Uh, there was a guy that set up a, in a little glitter explosion as soon as you open the box. So if you open it in your car or your house, boom, covered in glitter and you can't clean it up. I mean, it's just everywhere. So I love when people do that stuff with 
I mean, it's not your place to be stealing stuff off of people's porches, man. And stealing a Christmas tree off the top of someone's car? You kidding me? They just went out and chopped it. They probably did that stuff as a family. I remember doing that with my dad. I hated it. And we're out here. That one looks good. Well, that's the first one we looked at, son. Yeah, it looks good. Let's get the hell out of the cold, Dad. So we don't chop it. We, we go to this farm that already has it chopped. You just pick it. We used to, when we were little kids, we'd go out and you could you could chop your own tree down. Oh, you still can. I just, we don't do that. All right. Uh, let's get to another story here. How about a Florida man? When you think of all the things you could collect, what if I told you there's a man that wanted to collect a million DVD copies of the movie Titanic? That just would one, be, one movie. Yeah, he, he's, his goal is to get one million DVD copies of Titanic. Mm. Think about how stupid that is. Where's he from? Florida. What part? Uh, where did it say? Florida man. Here, I'll read this in a second. A Largo area man. Well, I was going to say, think about how stupid it is to want one million DVDs. Well, he doesn't want one million DVDs. He wants one million VHS tapes. That's even dumber. Florida man has amassed a collection of 2,467 copies of the 1997 film Titanic on VHS and he's aiming for a million. The Largo area man identified as JD or Titanic Fan 97 mm-hmm. on YouTube said he scours thrift stores, flea markets, and garage sales for VHS copies of the James Cameron film and social media. I, I just don't understand what that's about. Like, we've had guys that said, uh, what's the guy that eats at McDonald's every day? Right? Like, he, he, he said he's eaten over like a, I don't know, a, a million Big Macs. Like 36,000 Big Macs. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Was, yeah. Wasn't, there, wasn't there a sausage egg McMuffin guy, too, years ago? I, I don't remember. The The Big Mac guy was in that movie, supersized me. Okay, yeah. okay. So, and again, like, some of those things seem kind of silly, but you're like, okay, he's... What do you get out of that many copies of a VHS? That's actually two million tapes, because that movie came in two tapes. It had a... It was, two, oh, it was, it was a, a double? It was a double. So he's got two million tapes. Nice. There you go. <sighs> Well, but why? He said, I go to sleep thinking about Titanic, and I wake, wake up thinking about Titanic. Can I, can I confess something? Yeah. It's probably not going to be a shocker here. I never saw that movie. Really? Never. That's very surprising. The ship sinks. What? Yep. I never, story. I never saw it. That was the first time I ever saw bare breasts in a movie. Did you giggle? Yeah, first, okay. and then I was like, well, let's, let's rewind that part again. Yeah. What's the first time you saw a Wang in a movie? Like a Hollywood movie? Well, I was, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, that doesn't really, like, honestly, it was probably forgetting Sarah Marshall. That was like <laughs> the first time where he just I've like. I've got a surprise <laughs> for you. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Not me, man. I, I think I've seen too many. By the way, I was watching this new show. No, Obli- we're talking about in a, not in the movie. Oh. Not too many overall. Ob- obliterated on Netflix. I'm li- like, it's kind of a goofy new series that just came out. And all of a sudden, C. Thomas Howe got to see his wanger. Oh, really? Yeah, hmm. Old wanger on C. Thomas Howe just running around. Remember him in Soul Man? Yeah, but we're, we're moving on. <laughs> Soul we're man. moving on. Mr. Anybody- Skin right here. <laughs> we're moving on. At 45 minutes and 67 seconds. Actually, that would be 46. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get to this last story. As I was telling you about a man with all the magic mushrooms. 21-year-old Connecticut bro arrested for running an $8.5 million psychedelic mushroom ring out of his garage. Law enforcement officials came across the staggering find after being tipped off about a possible drug dealing. Dozens of dog food-sized bags of psychedelic mushrooms worth an estimated $8.5 million. Now, I got to ask, what do they do with all those when they're... They, they don't just burn them, do they? <laughs> I mean, they're confiscated. It's just interesting. And I've said this before. Carefully. If you've ever heard my story, I have taken psychedelic mushrooms. I didn't take them knowingly the first time. Um, 
and my uh, one of the guys I work with. It, ironically, the Titanic thing ties in. So the night I, I'm working at a gas station, uh, an Exxon station out in Hartford County on Route 40, while I'm going to college and whatnot, my friends all went to see Titanic when it came out, and my buddy shows up. He goes, you know Leo dies? I'm like, why would you ruin the movie? He goes, you know the ship sinks. I go, well, that's not the same thing. People survived the Whatever. If you haven't seen that movie, spoiler alert, it's only came out in 1997, so this isn't my fault now. But that night, my buddy spiked my nest tea, I had a nest tea, and he dumped a bunch of psychedelic mushrooms in it. And I took a gigantic chug of my tea, and there were chunks in it. I'm like, what the hell is that? He starts laughing. He tells me that they're psychedelic mushrooms. Meanwhile, it's the middle of July, and I'm doing snow angels at ga- by the gas pump at 3 a.m. in the morning. That means just nothing but gravel. I, it, dude, it was... One of the crazy. I was trying to catch rainbows and butterflies and whatnot. Man, I was just, I was high as a kite. A drug task force, including federal, state, and local authorities, uh, raided the property Thursday in Burlington, about 20 miles west of Hartford, and charged a 21-year-old man. How much time does he? 21 years old. Look at look at this, Rob. Look at how many. Those are trash bags filled with magic mushrooms. That's a lot of. Uh... A lot of silly siding, man. A lot boy, of time, I was thinking. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, that's your world, stupid. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Ed Norris is out. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn in on this Taco Tuesday. Todd Helming joins us at 745. Uh, Ken McCusick at 8 and 815. But on the other side, Jaguars lose to the Cincinnati Bengals last night. They were a team that was vying for that number one overall seed in the AFC. But what did we learn about those Jacksonville Jaguars last night? Baltimore's Big Bag Boarding Show on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 7.32 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Rob Long, Jeremy Kahn. On this Taco Tuesday. Week 13 of the National Football League is in the books after last night. Jaguars, 10-point favorites, Jeremy. 10-point favorites at home. They're starting quarterback healthy to start the game, not to finish the game. Bengals not having their starting quarterback healthy, but that didn't stop uh, Jake Browning from passing for over 350 yards last night. Yeah, I, I mentioned it this morning. Only player this year to have uh, 80% completion rate, over 300 yards passing. Uh, and you look at you look at what he did in that game, the touchdowns, uh, even the rushing, adding that in. He, he's actually he's not a bad runner, but it's just kind of surprising to see that 
Jacksonville laid an egg like that, but they've no. been bad on Monday Night Football. They were even talking about they haven't been on Monday Night Football in years. And last night, 13 years, uh, last night wasn't good at all, uh, the defense especially. Even though Josh Allen continues his assault on, on, on NFL quarterbacks, overall the defense was not what you'd expect from them uh, uh, last night. No, and that's – I think when you start looking at some of these teams and we have to start nitpicking, um, that's where I'm going to go with Jacksonville because at, at times this year their defense has played well, and then we've watched them just have games like this against inferior opponents where, I mean, you want you want to be – you want to like them. I got news for you. I think I like Houston a little bit more. I do too. Well, we had this conversation weeks ago. And keep in mind, Trevor Lawrence, 29, 22 or 29, not a bad game himself. Yeah. 258 yards passing, two touchdowns, passer rating. His passer rating was higher than Browning's. His was 125.4. Um, but I don't really know about – I don't know if this Jaguars team is legit, Jeremy. I've said it for weeks. I don't know. You can't let the Cincinnati Bengals with a backup quarterback coming to your place, primetime football, Monday Night Football, and win that game. And I know I know Trevor Lawrence left the game. Well, he left the game, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't it tied? Was it 28-28? I think it was tied. But the other thing that we have to bring up is the injury that happened. No, they were down three. They were okay. down three yeah. because um, uh, Beathard came in and led them to the game-time field. So it was 31-28. My boy beat hard. C.J. Uh. beat hard, man. Yeah, buddy. Good ball player. He used to play for the 49ers. Um, yeah. No, we got to talk. Uh, um, grandfather is a Hall of Fame GM. Yeah. Bobby. We, we got to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Beth. Uh, what about Christian Kirk's injury? That's the, the groin. Mm, it's a little bit different. They're labeling it a groin. It's a testicular torsion in a play. Um, he pinched one of them. Did you know that? One of the boys got a hurt, like a little squeezing. How does that happen on just a routine play? Not wearing a cup. Or is it not wearing a cup or wearing a cup? Did it get moved and squished or what? Do you want to look up Man, testicular torsion, if you, Joe? If you got it pinched in between the cup, number one. You remember the video of the old guy that sits on it? And he's, ah, that's what happened with Christian. You will hear me out, though, Jeremy. I mean, the jock strap's supposed to keep it in place. So you're not supposed to be moving around in there. I mean, you move around in there, but you don't move around out there. I'm bouncing around left and right, man. Inside. Yeah. You're not supposed to come outside. It's not getting hit. It's just any vigorous motion. So it's when the the uh, the actual definition is when the spermatic cord becomes twisted, cutting off the blood flow to your testicle. It can happen when you're sleeping and doing nothing, but or it, it can happen when you, he didn't get hit. I think it was just moving side to side. Yeah, he just fell. But he I, just like, fell. His his legs kind of closed. He didn't get, he didn't get hit on the play. No. No. He, he didn't caught squish the ball him. And fell down. Yeah, it's not like getting. It's not like squish. It's just anytime you like jerk your body, and then uh, the thing gets wrapped. So around those it. things just go haywire on their own. Are you saying I can't jerk my body? I know. I know people that have woke have woken up in the middle of the night with searing pain, testicle pain, and they went to the doctor and they had they had testicular torsion. Four one zero five eight three one zero five seven. If you've had testicular torsion, somebody's gonna call. I know somebody's gonna call in. Oh my god! But like I've, never, that, I've never heard of testicular so torsion in my life. He caught a twenty-six yard pass wide open, falls down, and just does not get up. It's the first play him, of the game. Yeah, you see him just grab at the boys. Well, was it the first? So, so, it was the first play for the Jags, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. For that, their first, so their first play from. There scrimmage. was probably something going on there before. 
Well, somebody's calling it. in. I you guess we'll find out. Oh, Testi- testicular torsion. That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Because I remember Felix P.A. had, uh, what did he have like a, was it testicular torsion or a twisted testicle? Holy testicle Tuesday. Like, what's happening to these guys? Those, like, I, Caleb Joseph, when he got hit. That's in the, different, though. Yeah. The ball came up on him. But those things swelled up to the size of grapefruit. That's different, though. He, actually, he actually got hit. That's, yeah. that's completely different. They were like ostrich eggs. And he was telling me how bad it was. I had a like a long yeah. conversation. I said, I need, I'm sorry if this, I, said, I just need to know everything about this. And he looked at me like, why? I said, because I'm just so intrigued by that injury and I need to know. You're always intrigued by some other man's testicles. Why I said, that? let me, let me take a look. I'm not a doctor, but I'll take a look. No, he didn't, we didn't get into that conversation, but you got to admit like those types of injuries, you're like, oh boy, I don't know if I want that. I told you, the only thing I had was somebody, I mean, you know, I went to, to a squeeze play mm-hmm. and I got hitting them. Other than that. Mike and White Marsh. What's up, Mike? What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How you doing? Now, how you doing? If you had testicular torsion, how you doing? Tell us about your balls. Yeah. So what happened was, and actually what happens is, is a lot of time when men go through puberty and they drop, that's what happened. Oh. Mine, got, mine got tangled up somehow. It actually happens to about 75% of males when they go through it. Hmm. And I woke up. So we said Christian Kirk went through puberty last night no. on Monday Night Football? No, I ain't saying is that, that what we're saying? <laughs> so, what ha- so what happens is it actually cuts the circulation off. Okay. And your whole area down there oh. turns to concrete. I got concerned when you said your hole. I thought something else had happened. I'm, okay, finish. It turns out you said it just gets hard like concrete? Yeah, yeah. You cut the, you cut the circulation off down there. And that's what happens. And, what, and then... No circulation, no blood work. You know what I mean? It, it hurts. It's it's painful. Actually, I had to get them, made them, so they won't move again. It's actually a surgery they do. So they won't they move again. Yep. They wow. So you so yeah. yours don't move? Well, they'll move back and forth. They just won't <laughs> Oh, all right, all right. I thought you meant. I thought you meant they don't. <laughs> the jingling baby. Go ahead, Go ahead baby. daddy. <laughs> Jake and Timonia. What's up, Jake? <laughs> interesting, interesting topic this morning. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're going with, guy. <laughs> Fortunately, I've experienced this myself. Um, I just want to briefly say, also, first time caller, long time listener, love you guys. I woke up in the middle of the night uh, about two years ago with that screaming pain that uh, Joe had mentioned. No contact, no nothing. My right testicle was the size of a softball. Um, I had to get it all all types of stuff and it was a testicular torsion from the the twisting of the cords. I was shy. No, I was like, what the hell's going on, man? Hey, hey Jay, could you do us a favor when it was the size of a, you said grapefruit? I, I would say, but that okay, was a little bit of an exaggeration. I'd all say right. it closer to a, a baseball. Describe to Jeremy and I your walk during that time. You walk like Yosemite Sam? <laughs> oh, man. I'm, baby, you jiggling baby. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, I've talked about I'm it. not laughing at your expense. I'm just, yeah, it's, woo. I, all I'm saying is. I recall I've, that during puberty. I've had a bad case of old bunker balls where they're slapping against the thighs and you get chafed and you're walking like Yosemite Sam, the rootinest, tootinest, walk down the hallway. Everybody's, yeah. you played in a softball tournament, you played in a football tournament, whatever. You went off some, you probably got a bad case of bunker balls, uh-huh. okay? Uh-huh. Now, that being said, yeah. those things growing to a size that's way too big. I don't know how you walk with it. I mean, you got have the wheelbarrow in front of you, like Stan. Was it Stan's dad? Was uh, yeah, that was um, <laughs> that's in South Park. Yeah, he's got the wheelbarrow in front of him, just pushing him. 
Kim McCusick joins us at 8 o'clock, but on the other side, Todd Helmick. I'm sure his rant for Florida State will be classic, epic, as he is a former FSU walk-on for Bobby Bowden. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. 7.47 in the a.m., Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Jeremy Kahn, how many? Uh, how much talk yesterday was all about Florida State being omitted from the college football playoffs? All over the place. Yeah, everywhere. Everywhere. There was so much conversation about... Like, I heard a lot of people saying, hey, this is messed up. They belong in, and I understand their takes. Heard a lot of people saying, hey, you know, they got it right. These are the four best teams. Again, we talked about it. It was six for four. Two were going to be upset. But when you go undefeated in a power five, yeah. a lot of people feel like you should be in. U.S. Senator Rick Scott publicly uh, wanting answers to why Florida State is not in the playoffs. And also our next guest, courtesy of the WGK Law Guest Hotline, Todd Helmick, NationalGems.net. He wants answers, too. What's up, Todd? Rob, man, it's good to hear your voice again. Nice to hear yours, too, my friend. Nice to hear yours. But it used to be on for years on the we old AM stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Todd, former walk-on Florida State University. You played with Deion Sanders, played for Bobby Bowden. Chuck Lamato was your defensive coach. So you've got history down there in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, your thoughts on uh, them being omitted from the college football playoffs? That's funny because I woke up this morning and I, I got a text from Dion, and that's the last time I've got a text from him in a year. And I just I texted him yesterday afternoon and said, we got snubbed. And he just texted me back, and I'm reading it. It says, you think this is a, isn't about business? Yeah. That's all it said. You think this isn't about business? It's just collusion, collaboration, criminal injustice, intent, narrative, screw job, whatever you want to call it, man. And, and you can, we can sit here for another hour. You throw at me anything you want to dismiss Florida State not being in, and I'll counter it, man. That's, <laughs> this was nasty, dude. I've been a college football fan for lover for forty five years. I've never felt this. I've never felt this like injustice inside of me. In, in all those years, man, this was a screw job. Did you this see was it? collaboration, man? This was about a money move. It had nothing to do with Travis Jordan. I'm sorry, Jordan Travis being injured, the quarterback at Florida State. Well, that, I want to ask you about that. So, when you look at, um, you know, when the injury happened to him, did you think that this was going to be a distinct possibility that they were going to get screwed over? Because I like every week I'm hanging out with this FSU group almost every single Saturday and like watching them cheer, yeah. watching them go nuts and. And, like, it was kind of a cool season seeing a fan base kind of appreciate what's going on, saying, hey, look, we got a realistic shot, and then Jordan goes down. I thought this was going to happen all along. Um, but but what's your take overall on did you feel like it was going to happen once Jordan went down? Well, immediately when Jordan went down, you're in shock about the injury. It took me a few, you know, a day or so to digest what it might mean in terms of a playoff picture. But I'm, I'm going to I'm going to answer that right now. If you go to I've owned nationalchance.net, Rob knows my website since 1999. It's college football. On the front page of our website, I have a video on there of ESPN game day on November 16th. That was the day Jordan Travis broke his ankle. Okay, uh, that video of game days before before Jordan Travis hurt his got hurt. They're on there talking about which four teams belong, and they took out they took out Florida State and put in Alabama and Texas with one loss at the time. They said that they would Florida State wasn't going to make it, and they went off for five minutes about it. I'm telling you, the narrative was planted before Jordan Travis got hurt, 
And what's disappointing to me, I love Kirk Curve Street. I love game day, man. They've been a part of our lives since 1993 when they first started game day, yeah. which, by the way, I was at that first game day. It was Florida State, Notre Dame, and South Bend, two undefeated. That was the first game day. I lost all my respect for Kirk Curve Street, man, completely. He has been – him and Chris Fowler and the people on game day have been battering, battering for three weeks about Florida State not belonging. I'm telling you, it was a narrative with, with money, ESPN, SEC, SEC Network, Paul Feinbaum, and they pushed that narrative into a 13-person committee panel in a hotel room in Texas. You take the AP poll, Florida State's number four. The coaches poll, number three. A BCS poll simulation, they're number four. And every poll we've ever used for a hundred and some years, they are in the top four. But you take a 13-person committee in a hotel room in Texas, most of them athletic directors with self-interest, money, and pokers in the fire, and they're going to take them out. Here with Todd Helming, nationalchamps.net. Todd, why did, okay, you said this is about business. Deion Sanders says this is about business. Why does the business of college football exclude Florida State? Because they're not in the SEC or the Big Ten. That's as simple as I can make it. And the problem with it is the overall problem. If you think this is the end of it because we move to a 12-team playoff next year, you're sadly mistaken. Yes, there's going to be a small handful of conferences that, that, that state that the playoff new playoff rules will state they have to be in. But I'm telling you, the other the other six open spots are all going to be Big Ten SEC. And if you're not in one of those conferences, you're out. Wow. The ACC was just, let me put it to you this way, the ACC's done. It is done. You can bring in teams from California and SMU, which is a stupid move to begin with. I, I agree with that. Todd, okay, I agree that with was, that. That was utterly stupid. No, no, I agree uh, with the ACC being done. I, I thought, I've seen the writing on the wall for the ACC for years. I did too. When, when, once you saw um, teams, the SEC went to 14 teams, added Missouri and A&M. Next year, they're going to have Texas and Oklahoma. Texas? Let me get to the heart of this. I got so many. You can tell by rate, but I'm glad I'm letting it out on your show. Look, I don't have a massive problem with Alabama being in. You tell me, head-to-head, Texas, Florida State, you tell me who Texas beat. Who did Texas beat? Was it Alabama? You mean the Alabama on September 9th or Milrow wasn't even the starting quarterback the whole game? If you recall, Alabama the next week went to South Florida and were starting two other quarterbacks ahead of Milrow because he stunk. Can't Ty Simpson, Tyler Buckner were quarterbacks at Alabama. That's how bad they were on September 9th. Since then, Texas went in November. In November. Texas goes to overtime to beat Kansas State. They beat a 5-7 and seven TCU by three points. Last thing on that, Texas lost to Oklahoma on a neutral field. That doesn't matter. You just don't. No one's mentioned that. Todd, That's insanity. Let me ask you this because we've got to wrap it up. And I know you are a rabid college football fan. How much has college football taken the excitement away from you with this move? It's hard for me to even – I don't even know who is in all the bowl games. I mean, I'll figure it out here soon, but I didn't even want to see it. Yeah, Texas, Washington, Bama, Michigan. 
No, he's talking about bowl games. Oh, the other talking bowl. about all yeah. the other bowl yeah, games. Yeah, Todd normally does not oh, The other bowl games, man. I've done bowl. I do stuff with bowl games for 45 years, man. This is tough. I would say it would not be the holidays unless Nick Saban with brown shoe polish in his hair isn't crying about Alabama with a loss already and being deserving of a playoff spot. How many times have they lost a game? He's crying every time this year about being deserving, man. <laughs> Todd, man, thanks a lot for your time, brother. <laughs> you and I talk a lot during you the bowl game. We, no, no, no. I, I did ask for we it. We got to ask Todd to get him back on, ask him about the damn transfer portal, and yeah. it's going to ruin all these bowl games. Todd, we want to we grab you back next week. Is that cool? Anytime, Rob. You we'll, know, it's we'll, good to hear your voice, man. Yeah, we'll book you two segments next week. We know you got lots to talk about. I'm thanks not always this irate, but uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you're always that passionate. That's that, thanks a lot, Todd. Todd Helbig, nationalchamps.net. <laughs> I told you it's yeah. going to be epic, man. Oh, it was like this yesterday. Andy Koska from BaltimoreSunBaltimoreSun.com uh, will join us. He will talk all about what's going on with the Orioles in the lease. But on the other side, it's time to look at the film. Ken McCusick with his evaluations on the bye week roster. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 